Hello and welcome to Esther Club. Oh my goodness, um, so much has changed. Um, I my step my stand up special did not come out. You might have saw. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had this whole big week from me saying that it was coming out last Tuesday. It did not come out. Um, we decided to postpone it, which obviously makes sense, you know just given what's going on in the world, it just didn't feel like we'd be giving this special its best efforts. And also I didn't, I, you know, I think when Comedy Central knew that I, I wasn't comfortable promoting it, like, you know, and that considering just how fucked up the world is right now, I think they were like, all right, let's just, that's fine. Then we'll just do another time. And hopefully I'll know very, very soon, especially by the time this, episode of Esther Club comes out, I will know when it's going to air. And I, I feel really bad for people who are looking forward to it and who, you know, were looking for that escape and that laugh and that you didn't get it. That sucks. I would be so pissed if I was in your shoes. So, and just don't feel, and also don't feel bad for me. I'm totally like, I'm, I'm angry at the world for other reasons. And my special at the end of the day is so unimportant. And, you know, I just don't feel bad for me. And like I said on my Patreon to my Patreons last week, um, if I want you to feel bad for me, I will not be shy about letting you know. So don't feel bad for me. Now, another really important thing that I want to say, which I know you come to this podcast to laugh, to escape, to feel better about yourself because you hear me and at least you know there's somebody way crazier than you out there. But it is important to me to just let you guys know, um, just, you know, real quick that I'm definitely in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. I stand by that. I believe that. I'm anti-racism. Um, and... There's tons of resources online. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to just take a Google, do a little more than you want to do, um, and just become aware. And, you know, a lot of people post a lot on social media. I post some on social media about this and about other things that I'm passionate about. Um, but I also think it's, I personally feel it's more important to have face-to-face -face conversations. So I just challenge you, you know, if you have racist people in your life, um, is it your neighbor? Is it your aunt? Whatever it is, you know, and just consider, not consider, actually do it. Talk to them about racism and fucking show them what's up. Because... I at least hope that the racists are not following me on social media. Um, I don't think they are. I don't know, but I post in case they are just so they know that they're not welcome. But, um, <sighs> damn, what else was I going to say about this? I forgot now. Support black owned businesses. That's what I've been doing. You know, we, we're all trying to help in our own way. I don't love seeing, you know, people putting down other people for how they help and how they want to participate. Um, I think we're, if we're on the same side of this, then we should all be able to try and obviously challenge everybody to do more. I think that's really good, but 
Um, I did go to a protest. As people who've been listening to this show know, I'm really fucking afraid of coronavirus, COVID-19. So it was the first kind of thing that I've attended in this, you know, since early March. And I got, I got pretty anxious because it was supposed to be a smaller protest. Um, but when I got there, it wasn't small, which was great. There's so many people that showed up. And I did, I, you know, I walked, I kept distance and I went with Dave. And then eventually I said, you know, Dave, I'm, I'm like going to have a fucking anxiety attack. So I did leave, but I showed up and it was, you know, for the little short time that I was there, it was really inspiring to see how many people are coming together and, and showing, putting their bodies on the streets and showing like, we support this cause. Like we are not just sitting at home comfortable. We're pissed. We're in the streets. And I think that's really inspiring to see. And I hope that inspires and motivates everybody listening to this. So if you did get to go to a protest, great. If not, I fucking get it. I get that it's a pandemic and that's really scary still because there's this thing happening where I have this like almost survivor's bias. I Like, oh, I made it three months and I didn't die from COVID-19. So I guess like it's fine. And I think a lot of people are experiencing that where they're like, well, it seems like everything's fine, but truthfully, nothing has changed. Again, I know this is almost like Talking about fucking COVID-19 is political now. Um, but it's not for me, okay? I'm scared of every disease out there. So that's just me. I'm scared of diseases. I don't want viruses. I don't want bacterias. I... So if it's out there and one person out my door has it, one that's enough for me to say, lock it down. That's a privilege that I have that I can do that right now because I don't have a job. Um, hopefully I will have a job though soon. Hopefully it will be safe to work again. But I don't have that right now. I honestly, I'm like, do I pivot? I know last week I talked a lot about the tie-dye business, um, which I do feel like I'm slowly taking steps Uh Yesterday was the first day that I felt like I had a batch of shirts that were good enough for me to want, but that I had enough like them that I was would able, be able to give them up and, you know, sell them whatever I do. Because I'm so fucking like, these, these tie-dyes are so cool to me that when I have cool ones, I want to keep them. But I finally have cool ones. I'm like, all right, I don't need these. And that was the stage I wanted to get to before I was ready to start really getting serious about selling my tie-dye and starting a fake small business. Or is it a small fake business? It's a fake small business. Um, so, and the, you know, I'm still finding this show and I intend for this to just be a small check-in with you guys because of what's going on. And I, I didn't want to not have an episode especially because I talked about the special and then it didn't come out, which is seems embarrassing, but it's actually totally good donut. Oh. I'm recording this one kind of late at night. Um, obviously my hair looks like shit because I, I only press record when my hair looks like shit. Otherwise, why do I bother? So... That's the tie-dye update. Um, I've been doing 
my Patreon, and I talked about the Black Lives Matter stuff and how, you know, on my Patreon a little more. And I've been showing my tie days on there. Um, Patreon.com slash Esther Monster for just as low as $5. You can join, get access to my almost daily live streams on Periscope, which has been really fun. And you know, this happened to Weird Adults. So Weird Adults is my last podcast. And then I started getting obsessed with Periscope. And then Weird Adults just like died. I let Periscope kill Weird Adults essentially. That's what Dustin, uh, the producer of Weird Adults said. He's like, Periscope killed Weird Adults. I'm like, that's true. So I'm, I'm not gonna let that happen, but I do wanna let you know that if for some reason Esther content is your, is soothing and helping you cope these days. It's there on Patreon and there's so many wild activities. Um, so that's that spiel. And then, oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this story because it was today. And why, why, why embarrass myself to the fucking like lowest low of embarrassment if I'm if I'm not going to share it with you guys why go through that experience and I'm sorry if you can hear donuts pitter patter and I heard you guys I heard your feedback about the audio on last week's episode I'm I got my door closed you shouldn't be able to hear anyone in the background but let me know and I'm working on upgrading the feedback the the sound audio whatever come up donuts good girl Okay, so today I embarrassed myself in a way that really stung. And it was interesting because I like to live a life where you can't feel embarrassment, right? Like, because if you think about it, if you're like, nothing embarrasses me, you know how powerful you are? You're fucking powerful. Okay, that's like a fucking bank account with a hundred million dollars in it. Nobody can embarrass me. You're a rich ass bitch. So, okay. So I've talked on here about my ex, my high school ex. Now I just want to say if he happens to listen to this or anyone, I'm not revealing, I'm not talking shit about him. This is all my perspective, my story, my journey. It's not about him. I wish him well, whatever, you know, Turn it off. Who cares? It's not really about you. It's about me. Okay. Just disclaimer. It's not about you. It's about me. So a couple months ago, the very start of quarantine, I was doing some Googling and I discovered that he was expecting a baby by finding his baby registry. Now I talked about this with Dave, I believe on an Esther Club episode and how it really affected me. It was just really weird to see, you know, and the, I noticed that the due date was changing to the point where I was like, is this even real? What is this? And when at that time, which I didn't say here, I texted a friend of mine who is Let's call him, well, I'm just going to call him by his name, Bobby. (laughs) So Bobby and I, Bobby was very cool in high school, okay? And he's still cool. He's a very cool guy. He's good looking, 
girls love him. Bobby would hook up with all my girlfriends. Like, all girls loved him. But Bobby was, you know, for some reason, like, Bobby just viewed me as a boy. I viewed him as, like, a brother. Like, because we were in homeroom together every day. And that was really, we would have no, Bobby and I would have no reason to speak or know each other if we didn't just sit next to each other in homeroom every day for four years of high school. But because of that, like, you know, we had like a, I would almost say similar to my relationship with my friend John. It was like, we'd make fun of each other. You know, it was just very like, almost like a cousin sibling. So anyways, he was, he's very good family friends with my ex's family. So he, and he, because he knows I'm silly, like he just knows me well. He knows I'm silly. He knows just like, oh, crazy Esther off in LA comedian. I'm comfortable with him. So I can be like, Bobby, what's up? Like, give me the tea. Tell me something. And Bobby's respectful of my ex and their family. You know, he's, he doesn't throw down with me the way I wish he would. He's very respectful, but he'll tell me, you know, appropriate information to tell. So I texted him at the beginning of quarantine, like, what's the deal? Like, is it true? They're having a baby. And he didn't text me back for about a month. And then a month later, he says, oh, sorry, this phone doesn't get text. Text me on my work phone. And whenever that happens, I'm always like, yeah, right. Like, okay. Like you just, yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't want to talk to me, whatever. That's fine. I get it. You, you know, that's whenever someone takes like a month to write back and then their phone has issues, you're like, okay. So I didn't, I never bothered. Right. I didn't bother until today when I was going through old texts because I was looking for something. And sure enough, I see that text from Bobby and I'm like, you know what? You know what? Enough time has passed. It would almost be weird if I didn't text his work phone to just almost call him out. So I text his work phone and sure thing, he writes back right away. I'm like, okay. And let me pull up the text, actually, because now I'm curious. And I'm sorry if this story is boring. I'm just talking to you like I'm talking to my friends. Okay. Where? Okay. So I say, Bobby, stop withholding information from me, from Esther. He said, ha, 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 I miss you. Where have you been? I said, outside your house. Look out the window. <laughs> And then I said JK right away because, because of his response. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, God, I believed you. I said, my parents won't let me quarantine with them. I said, you owe me an update, bro. Then I saw he was typing and I was like, fuck it. I, face, I FaceTime him. Here's where it gets. I swear. Here's where it gets interesting. I swear. So I FaceTime him. Like, he picks up. He has long hair. And I look disgusting. I look, I look like a, like a boy. And I make a joke. I'm like, oh my God, do we both change our genders? He's like, shut up. And I'm like, okay, tell me everything. What's going on with Danny? I didn't mean to say his name. If someone producing this is editing it, please edit that out. 
I'm like, what's going on? Like, is it true? Did he have a kid? Like, why have you, I just like explode, you know, cause I'm so excited to see my friend. And of course he goes, well, hold on. And he takes the FaceTime and he shows me the room and there's six people in the room. And they're all people who know my ex, who know my ex's family, who know, I don't know what they know about me, but I'm like, great. A room of six people just heard what a fucking loser I am. So I immediately had to play it off. And I was like, uh, I mean, guys, I, I, Bobby, I didn't know you were going to have your whole harem with you. Like, oh, girls, like, just feel bad for me. I'm you. You know, we've all been a crazy ex before. Who cares? And, uh, and but I, I need my info. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, well, tell me, like, does, is it true? Is it kin? And then one of the girls in the background like, baby. And I'm not going to say the name, but she's like, oh, baby, you know, say baby Bob, baby Bob. Yeah. And then Bob is like, yeah, like it was baby. And I'm like, okay. And like all these girls there know this, know him, they know his baby. And now, and then Bobby's like, obviously this is awkward. So he's like, what's up with you? How's LA? People always ask me that. They're like, how's LA? And I'm like. How's L people think LA is this exciting, like, because there are palm trees here and then there's like always something. No, LA is, so I'm Esther. That's how LA is. I'm still me. I'm tie-dyeing. That's how LA is. I'm still, unfortunately, I'm fucking Esther, okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine, you know, tie-dye. And then his, I'm assuming his phone died. I fucking hope it did because he hangs up. So I'm just sitting here like feeling disgusting. Like, wow, all these fucking cool ass blonde girls just saw this loser fuck. Like, what do they think? What do they think of me? What must you think of this girl who's like lives in LA, is engaged, like has her little comedy career and is calling and asking obsessive questions about her high school ex. I get it. Like, and I was really embarrassed, but I'm honestly over it now. I'm like, you know what? At least I'm, Hmm. At least I'm what, where was I going with that? Let's just, what, what can I pull out of my ass and say, at least I'm a, mm, no, at least I'm, at least I'm a new, not embarrassed to do that, but I was embarrassed. I don't know what it is, but going after the information I want, is that a positive? I don't really know, but there's something there to finish that sentence. I just can't quite put my finger on it. Confident enough to put myself on the line? I, I don't know, but I'm feeling better now that I was able to share that with you. I hope it wasn't too boring, but I uh, have really nothing else to talk about. So the podcast may be boring this week uh, or every week, but hi Donatella. Um, yeah, it was just interesting for me to feel that shame of being embarrassed in front of all these people 
And it really, you know what it was, is it reminded me of being younger and living in the Midwest and feeling like nobody understands me. And I realized that because out here, my comedy friends, they understand me, you know, they get it. Because in comedy, you know, people see your work, they see you on stage, they see your pro posts online, like they know what you're about. So if you're friends with them, then they they really know what you're about. So I just think of my friends, Chelsea, Kate, Annie, John, Carlos. These are friends of mine that fucking get it. They get me, they know me. I'm so comfortable with them. And there's many more friends like that. I'm just, those are the people that I like talk to today. And it was just interesting going back to a place where you're around people that don't get you. And they, they don't think that you calling for gossip about your ex is cute or cool or funny. It's fucking pathetic. Uh, but while, it, whereas my friends now would at the very least get a laugh out of that. They'd be like, you're a fucking loser. But they'd get a laugh. Um, or find it interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's totally boring. I don't know. But that was my little embarrassing moment of the day. Donut, my dog, wants something to do with me. Man, the world is so weird right now. But that's the other thing. It's like the world is fucked up in so many ways. Most people are quarantined at home for three months. Yeah, I'll call. Make a call. You know what? Get inspired. Make an embarrassing call on my behalf. Call someone that you wanted info on or just... And I know it seems petty. Oh, you want info. But no, that's not petty. That's fulfilling. I'm sorry. I'm not shit-talking him. I'm not calling to put him down. It's like I want to have information. Donut, you have to stop scratching. That's just... That's not going to work for us. She's going crazy because Steve has friends here and she just wants to go get attention. But I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking out information from your past, your, in your orbit. I think that's just entertainment, you know? Some people's drama comes from the TV. Not me. My drama comes from asking questions and bothering people. Um... I'm also going to have an announcement possibly next week about something else. If you're going to be... Uh, dropping my AirPods, sorry. I fucking said I wouldn't play with my AirPods. I'm doing it. An announcement. I made it on my Patreon last week, but... Um, I, so there's an announcement out and not has anything to do with... Not has anything to do with my special probably uh, at the end of this week or next week so um and I do intend to have guests on here again and I intend to have Carl's back and Dave back and get into a groove you know um I got nails color camp super gel at home nails and I have to say that having nails even if you just do nail polish um has really been soothing. It's weird. I, I never was that person until last year, though. Like, 
it sucks, but that sucks being soothed by consumery things like that. It does feel a little bit like, oh man, like I always need to donut. I don't know what I was gonna say. Fucking, I'm up. It's what time is it? It's almost eleven o'clock at night. This has been a nighttime episode of Esther Club. The Esther Club is really just becoming my fucking diary where it's anything. One day it will become this great show and it will have guests and it will have a backdrop and it will have a real microphone and it will just, it will be wonderful. And you'll think, remember those days when it was fucking so shitty? Hold out hope. On that note, you guys, thank you for listening. Okay. Uh, as always, like, subscribe on YouTube, comment, do whatever you can and whatever you're up for to support the show. Um, subscribe on whatever the fuck, Spotify, you guys know what to do, iTunes, review, whatever. I appreciate your, you tuning in and I hope that you're soothed and coped by this. And I'll have an announcement and an air date for my special soon. And then I'll stream on Comedy Central. It'll be great. We'll have so much to talk about. All right, you guys. Thank you. I love you. Um, for, for me, this week, your assignment is go seek out some information you want and try some embarrassment on for size. Because the more you, you try it on the more immune you come you become so go vaccinate yourself with some embarrassment <laughs>